SOS Radio On Demand. It changed my heart. On Demand. It changes your life. Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. We're talking with Max Lucado today at SOS Radio. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hello from San Antonio, Texas. It has been such a strange season. We have hurricanes. We have wildfire on the West Coast. Obviously, COVID still lingering in whatever length this is going to be. But it's kind of hard to keep hope alive in a season like this when it just feels like it's just prolonged and we kick the can down the road again and again and again. You know, those, uh, like if you want to read a book or you get online to see recommendations of a movie and they have those options for five stars, right? I saw a t shirt that said 2020 and it just said one star. <laughs> and then beneath it said not recommended. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because as we think about this season, it's rough right now where we've been staying at home and there's been a lot of isolation. But even before any of these challenges started, there's been a lot of loneliness all across our country. It's an epidemic. Before the pandemic, there was the epidemic of loneliness. All these emotional or mental struggles we have, like depression, anxiety, loneliness, they're all so intertwined. It's hard to experience one without experiencing the other. But we've seen a steep rise on all fronts, anxiety, depression, and most tragically, either suicide attempts or suicide. And so the idea of being able to stay grounded was tough two years ago or 18 months ago. But boy, this year, it has really, really been challenging for people to find their bearings. And this loneliness, we've come to even understand more during this pandemic. Uh, For example, uh, one consequence of loneliness, a study was revealed that to deal with constant loneliness has a physical impact of smoking five cigarettes a day. You know, it just takes its toll on your body, on your well-being. Uh, filings for divorce are up 26% of where they were this time last year. And so all of these things are really taking their toll on our emotional well-being. I don't know. What do you suggest we do when we just feel like, okay, I'm feeling empty. I feel like, you know, as much as we're filling up our well, it's depleting just as fast through the season. What do you think we need to do to really get to that place where we can... I think the Bible's teaching on loneliness is slightly different than the societal teaching on loneliness. So there's much out there that's really helpful to help us develop good, long-lasting relationships. But the thing that the Bible says that people don't say often is that loneliness is first dealt with by having a relationship with God and then a relationship with others. Jesus said that the most important teaching is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. We skip to the second one and possibly dismiss the first one. But the first one is essential, and here's why. If I let God love me, and if I love God, then my well-being does not depend upon my horizontal relationships with those whom I love or those with whom I may disagree. But if my well-being depends upon how people treat me, how I'm accepted, then I'm setting myself up for some disappointment. So the real key is to let that vertical relationship with God be what sustains you, what sustains you. And once that's there, you'll have healthier relationships with other people because there's not a human on the planet who can give you what you really need. They're not out there. 
They can help you, but they can't meet your deepest need. And so that's why we begin with the relationship with God first and then relationships with others second. It's so interesting, too, because when you start dating and you think like, okay, I want to get married someday. And a lot of times we have this false sense that our spouse is going to be that person for us and we're never going to feel lonely ever again. And we forget that there's a hole in our heart that's only big enough for God. And we try to replace it with other things and with people and relationships and fun and You realize, like, wait a second, like, I'm not the central narrative to this story. Jesus is. Good word. And we place unrealistic expectations on people when we expect them to be that person in our life. That's why there are so many people who look back on their childhood and they say, my parents were not good parents, or my friends were not good friends, or my siblings rejected me, or everybody's against me. And I'm not minimizing how people let you down. But friend, unless you have that stability with a belief, a deeply rooted belief that there is a good and loving God who knows you and loves you and who will stick with you, it's going to be hard for anybody to meet your expectations. It's going to be really tough. Yeah, we're talking about dealing with loneliness today on SWS Radio, talking with Max Lucado, actually has a brand new book. It's called You're Never Alone. And Max, you've been through the seasons. I mean, you've lived enough life where you've walked through loneliness yourself and you've been married and you have daughters and kids and grandkids. What have you learned about dealing with loneliness when you feel like I'm around people, but why do I still feel like I'm just not connected? In the book, I talk about the miracles of Christ that are described in the Gospel of John. And these miracles are so extraordinary because they invite us to believe that Jesus shows up in the middle of our problems. He doesn't just stay at a distance. The time that I experienced this most profoundly in my life, I was only 12 years old. I was befriended by a man that we all thought was a mentor to young men in our community. Turns out he was a predator. And he took five of us on a camping trip. And before the weekend was over, he had worked his way through all of our sleeping bags and also worked his way through a box of whiskey. Remember, I am old. This was pre-cell phone days. We couldn't call for help. We were out in the middle of nowhere. And he told us not to tell anybody because they would blame us. Of course, a 12-year-old doesn't know how to process that. We did what he said. We did what he said. I never told my parents. That Sunday night when he uh, took us back to our homes, he dropped us off at our homes. And I felt so dirty. I felt so vile. I felt like I was the one who had done wrong. It was just all those emotions. And yet here's what I had going for me. I, I was raised in a family that went to church. That particular Sunday, our church had had a communion service. I knew it. My parents talked about it that night, talking about what a wonderful thing it was. And I thought, I wish I'd been there. After my parents went to bed, I climbed out of bed and I went into the kitchen. I was freshly bathed. I had on my pajamas and I staged my own communion service and not with bread and wine. All I could find was potatoes and milk, but that would have to do. There I was, a little 12-year-old, redheaded, freckle-faced 12-year-old, and I celebrated the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. At that moment, at that moment, I felt, I sensed the appearance of Jesus Christ in my kitchen. It was so profound that I knew in an instant that he would be with me for the rest of my life. I have turned to that story often because I can speak with conviction that wherever you are today, wherever you are, you're not alone. I don't know why Jesus allowed that weekend to happen, but I do believe he took that evil. 
and he turned it into something good because it became a seed out of which faith has grown in my life. And so if somebody, if you feel all alone, if you feel all alone, cry out to Christ, ask him to meet you there. Now, will you feel him like I did? I hope so. But if you don't, that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes we don't. But just cry out to him. Invite him to meet you in that moment, in this loneliness, in this terrible year, and let him bring healing into your life. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that story. I really hope that that encourages some other people that have been walking through similar situations and just feel like, I don't know how to heal from this. I have something that just I can't shake, and I I have all these why, why, why questions that I don't know how to deal with because I was a child and didn't process it then and still have a hard time processing now as an adult, you know? No doubt. And everybody has gone through something like that. And I think many people are going through something like, again, it may not have anything to do with predators or, or molestation, but it certainly has to do with a feeling of being victimized, of being forgotten, of being neglected. Now, if you're there, what I'm urging you is don't go out on the ledge. Just don't go out on that ledge. Now, don't think that you have to face this problem all by yourself. You have a living and a loving God. And I think he has you listening to this wonderful program today. And not by accident. This is divinely ordained. This is his moment, his word for you saying, come back. Trust me. He has a better you in store, a better future for you in store. Just don't give in and don't give up. You know, unanswered prayers are hard to reconcile sometimes. And we're talking with Max Lucado today at Swiss Radio. He actually has a new book. It's called You're Never Alone. And it's really about trusting in God's presence and power. You talk about miracles. And it's interesting because a lot of times in our society, we just think like, okay, there's science and there's faith. But miracles are just things that don't fit into the scientific method, right? They don't fit into the pattern of things repeating themselves. But God intervenes in life all the time. Isn't that a miracle? That's my belief. I believe he does. I believe if we open our minds to the possibility of God intervening, God interrupting, we would be amazed how many miracles. He has promised to protect us. He has promised to lead us, promised to guide us. There are those miracles that we see every day. You know, we might call them common miracles if there is such a thing. But would you open yourself up to the possibility of God intervening, bringing blessings into your life? walking in faith with him. One of the things that I discovered as I was studying through the miracles of Jesus is that Jesus always involved people in the application of the miracle. He used servants when he turned water into wine, right? He used his disciples to distribute the bread after he multiplied the bread to feed the crowds. He even invited Martha to move the stone so was dead Lazarus could come out. And we wonder, what if the people had refused? What if Martha had said, that's too much. You're asking too much. I'm never going to do that. Or the disciples said, I'm not passing out bread. I know there's no bread in that basket. You know, or the servants have said, that's just water. There's no need for us to take it to the master. But every time Jesus blessed their step of obedience, it could be that what's keeping you from a miracle is that you're not taking a step of obedience, my friend. Just take a step of obedience. Take a step of faith. And you might be amazed what happens. You know, when you think about talking to God, when you're in a place where you feel isolated and you feel lonely and you feel like in the past God hasn't listened, what do you suggest for those that are feeling like, I don't know that my prayers are getting through. I feel so lonely and I just feel so disconnected. Yeah, I understand that. I feel the same often, but let's not let our feelings rule the day. Let's let truth rule the way. 
And the truth is, Jesus said, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. You know, I've been married for nearly 40 years. There are some days I really feel married. There are some days I really don't. I mean, you know, I don't think about my wife. Please don't tell her. (laughs) But there are some days I feel romantic. I feel the goosebumps. But there's days I don't. Now, I am every bit as much married on the days I feel married as I am on the days I don't. Because a covenant has been made. A covenant has been made between a man and a wife, a husband and a wife. And the same is true with God. God has made a covenant. He'll be with you always to the end of the age. So some days we feel it, some days we don't. But you know what? Our feelings are secondary to the truth. And it's just so weird because I think a lot of times we know that our emotions are there and we just want to squash our emotions out. Like, I just want to live my life controlling my emotions, but we don't really get the high highs without the possibility of also having the low lows. It's like God created the emotions so we can feel and experience him and we can enjoy his creation and his presence in a deeper way, huh? Emotions are crazy things. They're delightful, you know, when they're working, when they're good. But here's the thing. Sometimes our emotions are unreliable. They're not good indices of where we really are. You know, if I don't sleep well some night, I may wake up to the greatest possible day, but because I didn't sleep well, I don't feel that great, wonderful day. Now, the day is still great. The day is still wonderful. But on those days, I don't feel it. I've got to say, okay, even though I don't feel it, I'm going to believe it because I don't want to let my feelings dictate my life. Well, we're talking to Max Lucado today at SWS Radio. He has a new book. It's called You Are Never Alone, and it just released. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today, Max. Hey, it's a great privilege. You guys keep up the work you're doing. It's so important, so needed, and God bless you. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio podcast. If you enjoy the discussion and want to help the podcast grow, you can make a $10 donation through SOSradio.net or inside the SOS Radio app. Thanks for your generosity. It helps us experiment with new things and keep the discussions fresh.